It is a Tuesday, and I know that uh, we're keeping a close eye on the developments at the court. But while they have adjourned, this is the Peter Marisberg High Court, while they have adjourned until uh, 10.45, what we'll do is that we will continue with our personal development session. It, of course, may be shorter than it usually is, but uh, very excited to introduce you to Esetu Tenga, who is a South African development economic economics graduate and also a Mandela Rhodes scholar and SA2 has recently in fact this past weekend won 1.19 million rands for Rewoven. It's a textile recycling startup and she co-founded it in 2017. SA2 good morning to you and thank you so much for uh, coming on to the show today. Hi, Cathy. Thank you so much for having me and good morning to your listeners. Look, this session is usually about us learning from people that have been able to achieve their dreams, that have really been able to, uh, you know, set the bar regardless of which sector they're they're in. And, uh, you know, we learn some of what your valuable life advice is. And of course, you've just come off what I imagine would be a big milestone for you. Uh, You win this past weekend. Yes, um, you know, we're incredibly excited as a team to have, you know, won the prize this weekend. Um, as you can imagine, um, you know, to be a startup entrepreneur is quite difficult, especially in the environments that we find ourselves in with COVID. And so it often does feel like an uphill battle. Um, but, you know, you start where you can, um, you, you get help from others and you collaborate. And, yeah, I guess we, we're just quite passionate about um following our dreams no matter what and just starting where we can. One of the things that you spoke about, uh, this is after winning the prize, is how insecure you have you had felt at some mm. points throughout this process and throughout your journey of entrepreneurship. How did you deal with that insecurity? So, you know, I think like Growing up, um, particularly, you know, as a young woman, um, you, you do kind of, I wouldn't say you are conditioned to constantly be insecure, but it was definitely something that I needed to overcome. Um, I felt, you know, despite the fact that I was quite strong um, academically growing up in university and in high school, mm. I still had that, like, imposter syndrome, you know, and I think often it's with people um, who are A-type personalities or those sorts of people who often doubt themselves the most. And the Mandela Rhodes Foundation program, um, as I said on the night of the award, has been the most special thing to me because over and above the actual education, um, the, the, the funds for the tuition and accommodation and so forth, and it was actually the personal and leadership development program that completely changed me. Um, and it really was this idea of understanding who it is that you really are, you know, what are your strengths, and once you're operating from a position of strength, and you're comfortable with that, and you know that, then you know what I mean. Then you can achieve what it is that you want. But before, I was so insecure. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my strengths were. I didn't know what my weaknesses were. Mm. I was constantly trying to um, fit in, or you know, do what I was told by you know school teachers and mentors and whatnot. But the program really brought me to myself. It really brought me to my core. And from that, I was able to kind of move from a position of strength. I know what it is that I'm good at, and I also know what it is that I'm not good at. Um, and, and that has helped me. And I'm still learning also mm. to say, you know, it's not, it's not a 
a journey that I've completed. It's, it's an everyday, step-by-step mm. kind of learning um, journey. And it really is quite a, a journey of deep introspection uh, because mm. sometimes, you know, when you have to put yourself in a position where you hear about your strengths, and, you know, not many people mind hearing about their strengths, but you also have to deal mm-hmm. with um, your your weaknesses. And, and so what was that process like for you uh, going th- through this program and especially not then allowing whatever is said about you that has been identified as weaknesses, allowing Mm. yourself to not take on the identity of those weaknesses and think that they make up the sum total of of who you are, especially, you know, like you said, being an A-type personality, because there Mm. could be a thousand people that say you did well, but the one person who says you were horrible, you you know, that voice almost becomes louder than than that Mm. of everybody else. Mm, and like you're saying, it's like having a mirror being pictured in front of you. So it's quite an uncomfortable experience, especially when you're doing it for the first time. And you're often used to praise for all the good things that you're doing. But now when you have to face the weaknesses as well, it's quite an uncomfortable process. But um, for me, it's all really about being centered. Um, you know, it's, it's not good or bad. It's not strength or weaknesses. It's just who I am. And also just being able to view it as that, that these are my traits. Some are good, some are bad, but in totality, this is who I am. And I'm able to leverage my strengths. You know, there are weaknesses. Everybody has weaknesses. Everybody, no one is perfect. But it's not to make ourselves feel bad about it. It's just, you know, a quality that's there. Of course, work on those that you can. But I'm also a little bit nervous about always focusing on the weaknesses because then you can get into the spiral of, I'm a project. I'm fixing myself. I'm fixing myself. I'm fixing myself. And I don't think that's how we should approach it. So, Know your weaknesses, know your strengths as an academic exercise, as a way for you to know yourself, to be more sensitive. But focus on your strengths, focus on the things that you love, focus on the things that actually energize you and make you more passionate. And the weaknesses will always be there, we all have them, not to focus them on too much. Let's talk about what would be your three ingredients, if I can call it that, your Mm -hmm. three ingredients for success. My three ingredients for success. I think the first was a very difficult question. <laughs> um, it really is. But I think just, you know, speaking, thinking about, you know, what it is that I like to do every day. I think the first thing is always being authentic um, to yourself. And that's where, again, personal leadership and self-development is important because for you to be authentic to yourself, you need to actually know yourself. But once you're authentic to yourself, it really gives you such, like, a clear clarity, you also feel a lot more effortless in achieving what you want because you're not being pulled from different, you know, sources and you're moving from a centered point. So always be authentic and I think when you're authentic you'll be guided towards what it is that you need to do naturally. Um, the second thing I think let's not be scared of failure and I understand that that's such a scary thing for people like what do you mean? Don't be scared of failure. But failure as I've learned I think in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurship journey is nothing but an opportunity to learn. Um, and even with this prize, like we've entered so many um, awards, like people don't even know how many awards and competitions we've been entering in the past three years. And this is the one that now we've been able to win. But um, all of the ones that we failed in before, they taught us so much about how to improve our business. And maybe this wasn't right at this point and we needed to work on that. So don't be scared of failure. Failure is an opportunity to learn. Um, and then I think the last thing is to always start with what you can. I think sometimes we get so discouraged, like I have this big dream, you know, and, but it's never going to happen because it's so big and audacious. But you can move towards big goals and big dreams if you just start with where you're at with what you have. 
um, this new textile recycling in South Africa, it's also in the globe a very new conversation. So it definitely is a big audacious goal. But let's see where we can start. Let's get a few manufacturers. Let's see if we get a little bit of space and then convince a few people and then it grows. And then again, it's a journey, right, moving towards that goal. So don't, yeah, bite sizes again, as people often say. Start with what you have and where you can. SA2, let me thank you so much for coming on to the show today and for sharing your own personal journey with us. And again, I apologize that our conversation could not be uh, longer given the uh, some of the time constraints that we have for today. But uh, congratulations, and we certainly wish you all of the very best for the future. That's SA2 Tenga. She is a development economics graduate and a Mandela Rhodes scholar as well.